Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Well, good morning. How are you all doing on this day? It is up for Tuesday. It is a blessing to be up and about. And I hope you all are grateful to see this day because it is a blessing to see the day that you see. So I hope it is a day that you are intentionally going to make sure that it is peaceful, joyful, merciful, and loving, or shall I say lovable, And because it is up to you. It is your decision to make sure that you are having a day full of love, peace, joy, and mercy. And also grace, because there's nothing, I'm telling you all, there's nothing like God's grace. Nothing. So, it is a thoughtful Tuesday, and we are still talking about emotional intelligence. And there are five components, according to Daniel Goldman. Daniel Goldman. He is a psychologist, of course. And as you know, this is a mental health Bible study podcast. So that means that I do combine spiritual and psychology together because people are getting confused with thinking that the spirit is soul, but it's not. They are two different entities. You have a spirit and you have a soul, and you have a body. So that's why the whole man is spirit, soul, and body. And it is three components that has different, you know, job descriptions, uh, uh, responsibilities, you know. So with the soul, it is where you feel, think, and have a will to choose. So I know that I bring this up a lot, but I have to remind people all the time that soul and spirit are not the same. They are two different entities. That's why you have spiritual health, mental health, emotional health, and physical health. And you have to have a balance of it all so that the whole man can be healed. So if you are in a healing ministry that is you know, the most important thing that I think you should know is that in order to help someone through healing, you have to heal the whole man. You cannot just speak to the spirit uh, with um, God's word and with prayer, and then you spiritually bypass the feelings and the thoughts because you do have to sit sit down with them and have those conversations. Even if it's, com- you know, uncomfortable. Even if it is uncomfortable. If you say you're in the healing ministry, it's, you cannot be uncomfortable. <laughs> if you are, then you are in the wrong ministry because that's, you know, that's a part of you that you have to master with is emotions uh, because people have them. That, that's who we are. We are emotional beings. We're also people with a body, we're also people with a mind. So all those components must be healed if you want to be whole. 
So according to Daniel Goldman, he um, had come up with five components of emotional intelligence. And remember I told y'all from the last episode that um, it, it does take practice to become a master of emotional health because it's not something that is being taught. You know, it, it's just not. <laughs> People are like, folks ain't supposed to have feelings. But baby, feelings are not your, <laughs> feelings are not your enemy. Really, they are a gift from God. But emotional intelligence is the ability to harness that power to understand and manage emotions so that you can make decisions that are in harmony with your core values and principles. That are in harmony with your core values and principles. I saw this definition on Inc.com. And I was like, this is something that is so profound because emotional intelligence is powerful. Because you have to tap into that power in order to understand and manage your emotion, but you have to be the one to tap into it. But if you haven't been taught anything uh, about feelings, um, about how you are an emotional being, hmm, you are not gonna you're not gonna know what to do. You're not gonna know that hey, I can I can have feelings. You're gonna be you're gonna have those core values and beliefs and principles that that your parent taught you or that the society taught you or or the church has taught you. You see what I'm saying? So you have all those things inside of you. And when you become a new uh, person in Christ, you're trying to figure out, wait a minute, God, God, Jesus just showed me something different than what I have been taught. That's why the old man is passed away and this new person coming in. You're, trans- you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. All those values and principles and um, beliefs that you have taken upon and carried with you for years, they are no longer new. They are literally old. And you have to get rid of them and then put on the new value the new belief and also the new principles that jesus christ wants you to have so with emotional intelligence the first one the first component according to daniel goldman is self-awareness know thyself know thyself self-awareness is the knowledge of one's own thoughts feelings and motivations knowledge of one's own thoughts, feelings, and motivation. So if I were to break this down, it's basically saying, what makes you tick? What makes you happy? What makes you frown? How do you react to pain? What do you do when someone does something to you? All these things that you are feeling and thinking, what type of thoughts come up in your head when you find yourself in certain situations? Do you know? Do you know yourself? Do you know what button that people cannot push? You see what I'm saying? Do you know what thing that you are just not going to tolerate? Do you know thyself? Do you know yourself? Because the knowledge of knowing 
your thoughts, feelings, and motivation, your Bible can be powerful. So powerful. This is the vision that I got in my head when I thought about self-awareness. Uh, I'm coming from a person in the Bible because this is mental health Bible study. Every time I read scriptures in the Bible, I think about mental health. I think about emotional health because that's who we are as a people, as a person. And so Hagar, I looked at her as a person. And plus, I relate to her as well because she is, uh, she was, you know, a mother in the Bible. And the situation was with that she was given to um, Abraham to have a baby by Sarah, of course. But she got pushed out the house. She got kicked out the house by Sarah, of course. But the thing that I want y'all to visualize is being in the wilderness with God. And Hagar, according to the Bible, Genesis 15, 13, it says that she has gave God a name. Then she then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. But she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? And the name, of course, she gave him an error. But, at the, but the thing that I want you to visualize is that her feeling. Her feeling of being aware of something that she didn't know at first. Before she met God at this place. The feeling that, the, even the thought, you know, the thoughts and feelings, let's think about the mental and the emotional part only, you know, where before she met God at this place and realized, you know, that God sees her, wow. I was like, God, I know. <laughs> she felt so great because I was in that place. I was in that place. Well, I thought I was invisible. I thought I didn't matter. I thought that my feelings didn't matter. I thought that my thoughts didn't matter. Oh, yes, I was at that place before, too. And when I had the awareness, when I had the epiphany, when I had that moment where I knew that God saw me, my God, sweet Jesus, I was, oh, my God, I was feeling so great. I was feeling so good. I was strengthened. I was comfort. My Lord, I'm telling you, just imagine that type of awareness. Self-awareness is so much alike, just like that, when you know that you are being seen. Because when someone sees you, that means they know you. Can you imagine being with someone and they know you? you. They know the words you're about to say before you even say it. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. That, that type of love, you know. Well, somebody know you. That is what I'm saying about you being in self-awareness. When you know yourself, oh my Lord, it is powerful. It's powerful because you can walk in this world with your head up. No matter what situation you be in, no matter what environment you be in, you can still walk into a situation with your head up because you know yourself. Oh, my God. And not only that, 
you not only do you know yourself, but God sees you. Now, Lord, and then the thing about it, you see him. <laughs> so when God sees you, you know what he knows about you. You know how he feels about you. You know what he thinks about you. And you can't help but to make sure that those are the things that you are thinking of yourself. You can't help but to think that, hey, these are the feelings that I have of myself because God sees me. My Lord. Ooh, that is good. My God. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. All I'm saying is get to know yourself. It's okay to be seen. It's okay to be seen because God wants you to be seen. He wants you to be seen. You have nothing to be ashamed of. I don't care what situations you've been in. God still yet loves you. Look in that mirror and find out who you are. And also, whose you are. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.